0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast, filled with marketing and leadership tips on launching and growing your business. With your host, Deanne Mora. I thought it would be appropriate today to to have as our topic leading through crisis, given what we're all going through at the moment. And you know, when we think about it, our our country really hasn't seen a crisis that's generated this much fear and uncertainty since World War II. Um, You know, people are concerned about having adequate supplies, they're concerned about their jobs, um, and obviously they're worried about healthcare. And as a business leader, you're probably at least a little bit worried about your company. Uh, You may have a team who can easily transition to working from home. You might be in a bit of a holding period um, due to only being able to do some of your work from home, or you might be temporarily shut down. But regardless of your situation, right now your team is looking at you the same way you might look at flight attendants when the turbulence doesn't feel quite right. They're already worried, but they're looking for signals to see if they should be really worried. So your company and your personal leadership is being tested right now. So I thought it might be helpful to share some tips from very well-established leaders as to how to lead through a crisis. And the first tip is really to stay grounded and be transparent. So during times of uncertainty like this one, resist the temptation to get sucked into the drama. Um, Determine the most trustworthy news sources, and in the current case of the coronavirus, consult state and local health services, the World Health Organization, and the Centers for Disease Control And prevention and communicate to everyone openly and demonstrate that you're on top of the situation actually reality no one is fully on top of the situation, but at least be informed when you're speaking with your team. And the second tip is to create a safe space. And this is something that psychologists tell us that in times of extreme stress. It's really important to establish a safe space. And as a leader, you can do that in meetings with your team by checking to see how they're feeling emotionally and allowing them to express their fears. They need to know that right now it's okay to feel distracted by their worry, and it's okay if they take time during the day to take care of their kids or just go for a walk in the sunshine if that will make them feel better. And the third tip is be decisive. So even though you may have a collaborative work environment now is really the time for you as a leader to act decisively. So as the saying goes, there are peacetime generals and there are wartime generals. And during wartime, your team looks to you to set a clear direction. So you'll still wanna consult with your leadership team, but be prepared to quickly make decisions such as whether to continue to provide service to a client who can't pay, how to cover work when a key team member is being pulled away due to family responsibilities and where to prioritize your spend. And the fourth tip is lead from everywhere. The retired Admiral Thad Allen of the US Coast Guard was in command during the response to the BP oil spill in the Gulf, as well as to Hurricane Katrina and to the New York Harbor during the 9 11 attacks. And he was interviewed by the Harvard Business Review about leading through a crisis. And he described the importance of leading from everywhere. So you really need to be in the trenches to understand what your team and what your clients are going through in order to be credible, but you also need to be leading the strategic charge on where your company is going next. So you really need to show your team the North Star right now. And during times of uncertainty, they need to understand the core values of your company. When the Admiral addressed 4,000 members of the military response team in Louisiana, he said, I told them all, I was giving them one order. I told them, that they were to treat anybody that came in contact with who had been affected by the storm as if they were a member of their own family, their mother, their father, their brother, sister, whatever. And I said, if you do that, two things are going to happen. Number one, if you make a mistake, you're going to err on the side of doing too much, and that's okay. And number two, if somebody has a problem with what you've done, their problem is not with you, the problem's with me. And there was so much stress in the room at the time, and he said that after he told the team that, that there was literally a cheer that broke out. People were so relieved. They were so much under stress previously with the perception that things weren't going well, that just by providing them with a simple set of core values and a North Star to steer by was really what they were looking for. And the fifth tip is look for opportunity in a crisis. Over the next few months, some of your supplies may get cheaper, you may lose some of your competitors. You may be forced to become more efficient, which is good for your bottom line in the long run. And as an example, during the recession in 2008, there were actually several companies who grew. So Groupon was launched in November of 2008 and quickly grew to the point where they turned down a $6 billion buyout offer from Google. Netflix stock rose by 57% during the recession, as it positioned itself as a cost-effective alternative to cable. And Amazon sales increased by 25%, as I'm sure they are doing now, (laughs) as it prioritized service over price, and even found a way to lower prices on many of its items. So above all, have a backup plan, and have a backup plan for your backup plan. So assume that this crisis will drive lasting social change, because I truly believe that it will. Companies are being forced to go virtual and digital far more rapidly than many of them expected. As of the last census, only 5.2% of U.S. workers work completely from home. A more recent Gallup survey found that 43% of Americans work from home occasionally, and a LinkedIn survey showed that 82% of workers want to work from home at least one day a week, and that 57% want to work from home at least three days per week. And there was also a Princeton and Harvard University study in 2017, which revealed that job applicants are prepared to accept 8% less pay for the option to work from home. So as a leader, assume that this trend of working from home sticks. So what does this mean not only for you and for your employees, but what opportunities can this mean for your business? So how can you do even more to help your clients during this crisis? And what market niche is waiting for you? And to quote a very famous quote by John F. Kennedy, when written in Chinese, the word crisis has two characters. One represents danger and the other represents opportunity. So I encourage all of you to find the opportunity.